0: How do you get rid of fear? Is there a real way to get rid of it? Or you do you just find a way to deal with it? Some people seem to have the trick. They seem to have it down cold. But is there something that they know that the rest of us don't? Let's talk about it a little bit today. We are talking about leadership communication, public speaking, storytelling, motivation. And if you listen, you can speak out to the nation. If you think about it, life is your own creation. RK3 is the show. He speaks with confidence. He speaks with that flow, and you should already know how it goes. They're rolling with a pro. The RK3 show. Hey y'all! It's the RK3 show. I'm your man, Robert Kennedy the Third. RK3, that's me. This is episode 89. Wow, we're closing in. We're closing in. We're getting closer. If you can do the math, 11 episodes left before we hit the magic number 100. Whoo! That's a lot. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of intros. That's a lot of rapping. That's a lot of stuff (laughs) before that we've done over the last two seasons, over the last couple of years. And I'm excited that we've been able to do this. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for continually listening. Thank you for tuning in, subscribing, sharing this with your friends. If you have not done that yet. Now is an opportune time for you to do that. Yeah. Go share the share the episode. Share the podcast with a friend. If you're listening on Stitcher, if you're listening on Google Play, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Amazon Music. Woo yeah, all of those places. Do me a favor, write a review, share the podcast, let us know how we're doing and what you want to see next. All right. Listen, we're going to really move into our episode quickly today. But before we do that, I want you to hop over to the show notes. I'm going to be placing a link there because if you have a business, if you're a coach, if you're a consultant, if you're a speaker and you want to be able to create even more visibility in your business, you've got to figure out how to get on video, how to share live streams, in a way that connects with your audience and moves them to action. We've got a course called the live stream confidence formula or the live stream confidence framework that would allow you to do just that. If you're nervous about rambling, if you're nervous about live streaming, if you're nervous about not knowing how to get on camera and do what you need to do in a way that's going to be effective. Wow. We want to have, we want to make it more than just effective. We want to make you a rock star. All right. So go ahead. Check out the course, the live stream, Confidence Formula. The link is in the show notes. We want to get you really ramped up and ready to to make even more money, to, to have more influence, to have more income in the year 2021 or whatever you're listening to this. Yeah. All right. Listen, here we go. We're going to really jump into this episode today. Our guest is Mike Acker, who's a speaker, leadership coach and bestselling author with over 19 years of experience in speaking leadership development and organizational management he's known for his authenticity his humor and his engaging president presence mike specializes in fostering personal and organizational awareness allowing the audience to personalize his presentations His expertise in communications and leadership has drawn a wide range of engagements, including executive teams, emerging leaders, nonprofit organizations, churches and public schools. Hey, we're going to talk about how to speak and tell your story with no fear. Mike Acker is the man. Let's talk about it.
1: Mike, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. It is amazing to be here connecting with you virtually. I feel like we're right across the table from each other, and I'm looking forward to diving in and having a conversation.
0: Well, we kind of are right across the table. I mean, you're about wait, maybe what, eight inches from me right now. <laughs> That's right.
1: That's right. I'm on a table. You're at a table. So we're right across
0: we the table. Go. Love it. Love it. So listen, I, I love what you're up to. I love what you do because I do a lot of similar things in, in my business, and my company. And the, the message that I share with organizations and individuals is the same. You've got a, you, your, your story matters. You've got a story yep. to tell. How do you tell it and share it with others? without the fear or the criticism that that cripples so many people. So let me ask you this, as as you help people navigate uh, public speaking, what is the most common excuse? I'm going to use air quotes here. What is the most common thing that you come across with people as far as their fear of public speaking? Yeah, I would say
1: really it comes down into three different ones. So there's past experiences, and then there's just that fear of putting themselves out there because they might get rejected or they might fail. And then the third one is they just don't know how. They have the lack of knowledge or the lack of experience. And as I work with people again and again, especially since I wrote my book, it came out, lots of people reaching out to me and And all of a sudden, I'm finding out, man, so many people, so many people have these middle school, high school, or college episodes that were just horrific, myself included. And and they bring that with them into their professional life. And it doesn't show up until maybe they're 30, 40, even 50. But now they're afraid because of
0: something that happened. Wow. So what do you mean they don't know how? I mean, isn't my mom, dad teaching me how to speak? Isn't that enough? I mean, what what else do I need to know in order to
1: speak? Yeah, absolutely. So there's the messaging aspect, and then there's the skills aspect. So a lot of people just don't know how to talk without rambling. They don't know how to shut it off. So again and again, people come to me and they they say, hey, I'm here because I'm realizing that I just go around in circles. I'm here because I just realized that I go around in circles. I'm here because I just realize I go around in circles. And even when they're talking to me, they're <laughs> rambling around and around and around. And so they don't know the messaging or they don't know yes. the skills they don't know that they can't just talk like this for a long meeting (laughs) and hold the attention. So so that's what I mean. I mean, they they don't know either the messaging aspect of just how to get their point across, or they don't know how to effectively connect with people through delivery skills, such as your tone of voice and many more skills.
0: So if... Communication or miscommunication is such a big deal for organizations. And I, and I don't remember the statistics. I think it was more in somewhere in the area of $250 million that, that organizations were spending yearly in the United States for, for communication errors or mistakes, right? Why are right. organizations not focusing more? On on the, on soft skills and and well I I I air quotes I don't even like the term soft skills really because it seems like it cheapens it a bit but you know, right. why, why are organizations not focusing more of their their upfront funds on this?
1: Yeah, I think there's really two reasons. There's a narrow focus when it comes to what we want in people, and then just the hiring process. So if you think about the narrow focus, this is where a lot, a lot of, especially a lot of people I work with are in the tech industry, right? So Mm -hmm. they're looking for IQ and technical skills. That's the two things that they're really honing in on. What's this person's ability to get what we're talking about? Some of the clients I work with are in the finance industry. Well, that sector right there, you need a certain IQ that understands the concepts, concepts, can pull them together. And do what they need to do with it or technical prowess. You need someone who can get this and do it, who can, who can code, who can put this together. They're not necessarily thinking about how it's done and how communication with each other is, is so vital. So one of the things that I work on when I, when I go to places, which is so, so different now, is we actually put up on the wall different people that you admire. And then we ask, what is it that you admire about them? How is it they made a big difference? And then wow. after we get those names, I'll put those three areas of technical skills, IQ, and these emotional intelligence, for lack of a better word. Wow. And then I'll ask, so- where does this person fit in? And almost always, it's emotional intelligence. But yeah. we're so focused on these other two even though emotional intelligence and the soft skills are the ones that bring that hard edge value. Wow. Wow. So one of the things that I found myself
0: in coaching organizations is that they have the middle managers, the emerging leaders, the, the lower level quote air quotes, again, employees in these trainings. Yeah. But the executives themselves are not there. And my goodness, you find there's so much goodness, there's so much gold that happens. If if you really want the pulse of an organization, come to some of these trainings where the executives are not. Right? Right. (laughs) So why is it that executives tend to not buy into that the whole public speaking presentation, you know, in the same way as they would expect an employee or, or manager to?
1: Yeah, no, first of all, I remember being in one of those trainings. They had spent a lot of money to bring in someone like what I do now to train all of us. We're all in consultative sales (laughs) and the CEO comes in and does exactly the opposite of everything we've been focusing on that week. So I I, I think you're completely right. I think there's so much of what communication does is it breaks through barriers. I love what Warren Buffett said. The greatest education he got was the Dale Carnegie Institute yeah. that allowed him to communicate to get to where he is. But if you're a person who didn't do the Dale Carnegie and can't communicate, but you still got to a certain level, mm-hmm. you tend to think, you know, I got here with what I got. I, I, what what more do I need? That right. reminds me of when I was in high school, and I, I know that you coached basketball, and I was playing basketball in high school, we had a player who just could hit almost every single shot. But the way that he shot was wrong. He actually shot with both hands projecting forward. And so the coach pulled him aside and said, you know, that will get you to a certain spot. But if you want to go to the next level, you have to learn to do it a different way. And really for him, it was just laziness. He said, no, I'm just, I'm good as it is. And I think a lot, a lot of people who get to a certain height and have a certain level of success think like that person, I'm good as is. Yeah. Do I really need to go back and retrain and get uncomfortable and spend the time to do it?
0: Communication, motivation, leadership, and more. You're listening to the RK3 show. Have you ever wondered why some people are able to be remembered so easily? Have you ever thought about why they are associated with certain experiences? Well, it's because they repeat those experiences regularly. They have what is called a signature story. And guess what? You have one, too. You might not know how to find it or tell it yet, but you have one. Here's what I want you to do. Sign up for my free five-day email course and learn how to discover your signature story so that you can tell it, create impact, improve your influence, and even enhance your brand. Sign up for the five-day signature story email course. Check the show notes for the link. And now, back to the show. So you got this this book, and what, what's the title of the book again? Why, why did I just miss it? How to speak without fear, or what? what yeah, speak with no
1: fear. Speak with no speak fear. With no fear. Yeah.
0: yeah. So what in that book? What What are the top three things that you would say people can begin doing
1: to eliminate the fear of speaking? Yeah. So the, there's seven strategies all together in the book, right? And that book just. It surprised me. I more wrote it for a couple of clients and then it just expanded and exploded and got over 350 reviews on Amazon in the last year. And it's wow. been noticed on Forbes.com and a couple other cool places. But the, the seven different strategies that I wrote in there, funny part is some people like two and five and some people like one and six. <laughs> some people like all seven. And there's been a couple people who said this book is worthless and it's no good at all. So out of the seven, Famous, I think man. really-
0: You gotta have haters. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Yeah, there's some fun, fun reviews on there, but there's, there's so many different ones that relate to different people where they're at. For me, when I come down to it and say, really what helped me was you be you, that, Mm. that part of confidence and communication is allowing yourself to be you. It's really determining who you are as a person and who you are as a person affects the message that you give to others because you are the message. So in the book, I talk about when, when you speak, you have two weights. So if you think about a front lateral raise, and right here on Zoom, I'm, I'm showing you my two arms out, right? And I did yeah. some front lateral raises today. When you're carrying the message, that's a weight that you carry out in front of you. And also your identity is a weight that you carry out in front of you. And these become weights. The further they are from you, the more they weigh. Like a front lateral raise, if I'm carrying 10 pounds... That gets yeah. pretty heavy pretty fast when I'm holding it out from me. But the more I know the message, the weight of content, and the more I carry it to my chest, the less heavy it becomes. I can carry 10 pounds to my chest for a long time. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty buff that way. <laughs> carry 10 pounds around. But, <laughs> but the 10-pound identity, that right there, that's also a weight. So if I'm trying to be like a mentor or be like one of my professors or be like a business person or just be like someone that I think I should be like, then all of a sudden, that becomes a weight and it's hard to carry. And the further you out the, you're, are, you are out from your body, the more nervous you get. So, you need to bring that identity in and be you. Be yourself. Try to be a poor imitation of someone else, but be the best version of who you are. Right. So I, I
0: love that. I love, I love that example. And I'm going to screenshot you with your with your two hands out uh, <laughs> in, in just a second here. But I, I want to ask the question. A lot of times you give that advice to people right. and it sounds good coming yeah. from the mouth of the coach, right? right? And then the person gets in the space and th- now they freak out a little bit. What, what are some physical things? What are some things that I can do as a storyteller, as a presenter, yeah. as a speaker, that, that make me more interesting and connected to an
1: audience? Yeah, absolutely. I think awareness is a huge part. So awareness starts with studying others. Become aware of what others are doing. What is it that pulls in your attention of other people? So, in my heyday of just learning communication, I used to listen to a communicator, politician, a pastor, a person on TV, a keynote speaker, and I used to take notes. What did they do? So, I'm becoming aware of them. But then I would also study myself. I would watch myself in the mirror, and I would play back different recordings or different speeches that I would give, and I'd become aware of myself. So, what are some tangible things you can do? Become aware of others. Study them. Then become aware of yourself, study yourself, and then do some things with yourself. For example, experiment. Maybe, maybe you're more confident when you get out there and you let your voice project and you are passionate. Or maybe you are more confident when you slow down, when you pause, when you smile. So experiment with what makes you feel more like you in the stage. Stretch yourself, put yourself out there, improve yourself learn some different rhythms, talk to somebody like Robert or myself, read some books, get some new skills. And then after you've done that, after you've stretched, and after you've pushed yourself and experimented, accept what you've learned about yourself. I can't be like that person, but I can be like myself. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: on the spot question here, man, what would you say is the most interesting experience that you have had as as a public speaker, as a keynote speaker, presenter, storyteller. Any any good stories that you're you're like, "Oh my gosh, that was one of the most amazing
1: or interesting <laughs> times." Yeah, I was I was a 26-year-old single pastor for a while. And and I'm talking to the congregation, and that was brand new, right? I didn't know what I was doing. And I'm talking, and I'm telling the story, and there's a story in the Bible that talks about Jesus interacting with this woman who may have been a prostitute. And so, I said, and I want us just to pause and think about this story, which is interesting. I think that we can learn something here, but that, that's not. And then I said something that I regret to these days. I said, which is very interesting because I don't usually think a prostitute has anything to teach me. And then I paused, and everybody thought about the moment, the implications. Here's this 26-year-old single pastor who says a prostitute can't teach him anything. And everybody started laughing. And then afterwards, people came up to me and said, Pastor, I had no idea you were so experienced. And it was this really embarrassing moment. I mean, grandmas are in the room. I get embarrassed even thinking about it today. Just, ah, what was I doing? What was I saying? <laughs> yeah. It sounded yeah. good in your head. <laughs> yeah. Until yeah. There's been a, there's been a couple of those where you just look back. Like I remember one time I was speaking and I said, Let's just pause and say hi to somebody around you. And then someone came up to me and said, Hey, I wanted to say hi, but I also wanted to tell you that your fly's down, that your shirt's <laughs> sticking out. <laughs>
0: So that's hilarious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so so nowadays, anytime I speak, I do a quick check. Yeah. Wow.
0: Awesome. Awesome. You know, when it comes to
1: nervousness, I think a lot of people, they look back at those experiences and they're so embarrassed that they had one or they're so fearful that they might have one that it contributes to their nervousness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point you, you figure out. That you've got to get past. I know you're the interviewee here, but there's a story that I had when I was in college, and I was somebody convinced me to sing a solo with a, with yeah. a singing group, and so I the and a lot of my friends at that point I had been known as just a keyboard player, and so I go up with this group, and the song goes, and it gets to my part, and I open my mouth, and like for the first couple of notes. People were like, Yeah. And then this frog in my throat just came up and there was the ugliest crack and croak ever and it was recorded. <laughs>
1: nice, nice, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh man, it's it's one of those things where if you can get past that, if you can yeah. get past those moments of humiliation, so you if you want to call it that, then my goodness, you're you're gonna be an amazing speaker and presenter.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. We need awesome. to get rejected more often and deal with it faster.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. So Mike, where can people get in touch with you? What What do you have going on that you can offer and help people out with?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Robert. So if you type in Mike Acker, A-C-K-E-R, Acker, like hacker or tracker, you'll find me. I'll be the first one that pops up. So really easy to find on social media, on Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook. My books are out there. Would love for you to check that out. Speak with no fear. Has been an international bestseller. Still is a bestseller on Amazon right now after a year. But I love just doing some 30-minute free coaching calls from time to time. So you log in on there and find me, reach out to me, set up a discovery call or strategy call, and let's just do, I can even do a quick analysis of what you're doing. Maybe if you see that, hey, this, this looks like it would be helpful for me. You can work with me in some coaching and I could help you realize your potential as a communicator. Hey, we know that public speaking is not an easy thing and it's
0: definitely not easy to speak without fear. But the more that you do it, the more you'll be able to anticipate the roadblocks, the more you'll be able to navigate all of the different challenges that you can I- encounter as you speak, as you share messages that will hopefully inspire and impact your audience. So get out there. Tell your story. Don't hide it. Stop hiding in plain sight. Just decide that you are going to do something with the experiences and the expertise that you have. Make a difference for someone with your story. Hey, y'all, it's been a pleasure having you on this episode. Glad you were able to listen. Don't forget, if you want to send me a message, I want to hear your voice. Go to robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. That's robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. Don't forget to leave a ranking, a rating, or review for the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, Spotify, or Amazon Music, any of the places that you listen to your podcast, listen, we want to see what you have to say. We want to get your review. We want to see how you feel about the show. And maybe, if you want a specific guest to be on the show, let us know that too, and we'll check them out. We want to hear from you. I want to hear your voice so that we can play it on a future episode. Listen, y'all, I know everything that happens to you in life ain't easy, but guess what? Everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story, and your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy III, and you've been listening to The RKT Show.